Welcome to the Cranium Cast Podcast. I am your host, Justin Carroll. Today we have a special caller on the line. What is your name, caller? Oh my gosh, I, I made it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited right now. I cannot believe that I was the lucky caller. Oh, oh yeah, um, my name is Toby. I, I, I just wanted to say I've listened to every one of your podcasts and I love them. Um, I, I hope my background isn't too loud. My mom just got home from the store. I apologize. Um, do you think by chance I could uh, plug my, my fitness page up here? I, I made an, a fitness Instagram account to show the progress and hopefully score some ad deals. But it's been hard to get any attention to the account because, you know, it's just so new and everything. And then, oh, you know what? Um, actually, I'm not, I shouldn't ask too much and, and uh, just kill the situation. You, ju- you, you just want to, you mind following me back? I'm sure uh, it'd be great to be friends on Instagram. I'm sure we can just, uh, you know, discuss this over DM and then. What an amazing caller. Thank you for joining me in this new segment today. Now, to your regularly scheduled program. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode a month later after we talked about being more consistent. But hey, we've been working on a lot, so uh, we'll catch up a little bit on that, and we'll, we'll talk. That'll uh, that'll tie us into today's topic pretty well, I'd say. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Um, I know this is something new. This a new, I say new, but like this is a new small podcast I've done for about a year now um year and a half maybe but it's a beautiful thing like i say a bunch and it's uh it's fun um and as like i said i mentioned in the last episode this is just a fun little adventure at least for me to really i guess document my progress while also trying to give back and to create stuff with it um I hope y'all like that little intro I did for this week's episode. I've just been trying to create more, and it's been very fun, and that's something I valued in my roots for a long time as a person. I used to do a lot of YouTube videos when I was um, in middle school, and I did gaming videos where I would just edit funny moments of me doing whatever with my friends. Um, And I miss that to an extent because creating stuff is just very fun and pleasing to me and I like to create as a whole, and that's where I think music would be cool for me. Um, so kind of using, uh, I don't think I did it directly, but the 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 caller for the show <laughs> on um, detoxing, or no, I'm sorry, uh, that's what we'll dive into. This is one take. I just got home from class uh, about an hour ago, and I got to catch up on the phone with my buddy Sam. Um, shout out Sam, and I, I wanted to do this now because I did the intro yesterday, and I was like, all right, we need to do this. So, um, but kind of like how he talks about in that about wanting to plug his uh, Instagram page and trying to use everything and being so consumed in the idea of social media and stuff. It's gonna kind of dive into what I wanted to talk about with detoxing, and I'm not sure how much of this if I even talked about it too much or specifically used detoxing um in my last episode but um yeah in general like I communicated with y'all I was I had experienced or I've been experiencing depression 
over the past few months and just a bunch of different things that have been obstacles and a little bit of struggles in my way. But that's, I don't want to say you're guaranteed depression in life, and that's not what I mean by that. But I think the struggles themselves are life. You know, that's life for you. And we grow from these experiences. And I may not have been too fond of where I was mentally, physically, whatever. And I wasn't fond of too many things. But um, it taught me a lot. So I'm very appreciative of that for where I am now. And that's a beautiful thing. I think it's beautiful to have those kind of acknowledgments and to be conscious of those kind of things because it's not just um, a crummy experience. It's not just something that's kind of shitty. Um, It's more than that. So, um, you know, I try to use that, use myself as an example, not only for others, but mainly you being, I think for me, at least being an example for others helps keep me keep me more in check and keep me like if I'm trying to be a leader to other people I have to be more um I have to live what I preach in that sense so it helps keep me in line helps make me work harder and take it more seriously so it's a it's a mutual um relationship for sure um but with that uh with my depression everything I was experiencing which I'd say I'm not I'm not gonna go ahead and just claim that I'm done with it right now and that I'm completely out but this past month especially, I've seen a drastic switch. I've seen a huge switch in how I've been acting and a lot of, of these bad habits or things that I did not um, enjoy or was particularly a fan of in my life have been uh, slowly leaving and creeping out. And uh, whenever a wave comes, it's a, loss, it's a lot lesser and they, they shrink every time. And so that's beautiful. And that gives me, uh, I wouldn't say hope, but excitement. And a lot of gratitude because I'm coming back and trying to remember like I used to and um, just appreciate things more. And knowing that, you know, it's a beautiful life that I have and I'm blessed and extremely fortunate in a lot of things, if not all of them. Um, Like today, uh, in between my classes and after my classes, I went and walked around my campus at college. And it's a beautiful weather right now. Not sure if any of you are familiar. Most of you are probably from Georgia. So uh, for those who aren't, for the minority, or hopefully soon to be a majority or something like that, that'd be pretty cool. But for those of you who aren't familiar, Georgia has like bipolar weather, um, and we're a very humid state. And so that transition to the fall where we get a couple weeks of, oh, uh, I can wear whatever and not feel like I'm sweating to death or I'm freezing to death. So it's a beautiful um, little moment where it feels like the weather's frozen or just kind of stopped where it's at. And the sun is still beaming. It's beautiful outside. There's color. The The energy and the views outside just feel so saturated and so, uh, I don't want to say warm, but warm in like a, like a kind way. It's a very enjoyable setting, and it's very pretty, and it just makes me be like, dang, I love this. I love looking at this, and it makes me just happy. Um, and it's nice to where it's not, uh, 90 degrees and I, you know, I, I have to bring around a portable fan wherever I go. Um, right now it's, it's perfect weather, uh, to me at least, at least like in that, the prime of the day in the morning, it's pretty cold and I'm a skinny boy. So I get, I think I got low iron levels or something cause my fingers keep getting cold. So, um, that's not my favorite part of it but whenever it's the prime of the day 
I very much enjoy being outside and just appreciating that kind of stuff. So I wanted to kind of update y'all on that and talk about how I've been taking, and it's not something that um, is is just happened with with how I've been feeling. It's been a progress and it's been a work in progress. And I've had a lot of things I've worked on fixing, habits I've worked on fixing, um, habits I've worked on starting. Um, and so I think it's fair to acknowledge those things. And like I said before, and just realizing that it's not an instant gratification thing. This is a process that I have worked, been working on, and um, to with the whole instant gratification thing, I th- I'm almost positive I mentioned this last episode. I don't mean to compare it too much, but um, I think for a while I was sucked into a lot of instant gratification things, and. Um, I I think that didn't help. I think that definitely influenced a lot of my state, uh, my mental state, and just a lot of other things. And so what I mean by instant gratification is kind of like um, just things that you don't have to work for, things that you get instantly. And through that, like getting fast food is a great example. Um, instant gratification of fast food, you know, it's not the most – it's easy and convenient. But the nutrition of it isn't the best, and that feeds into our body and our um, brain and how we process that. That does have an influence on how we act and how we feel and all these other things. So if you feel if you're eating like crap all the time, you're eating terrible foods, then um, you're probably not going to feel the best. Obviously, especially if you're like something like an athlete, you notice that stuff a lot more physically. But it does play a role in other ways as well. But we don't have that that enjoyment of cooking food, and then after we've cooked something that's we've worked hard on and we feel rewarded for when we eat it that's a little bit of like a healthy dopamine release in our brains when we do something when we work out we go to the gym we get a great workout and a great pump we're sweating we we lifted really hard or we were you know we ran a bunch and i hate i hated running for so long but now i i learned to appreciate it more and a lot of times i'll jokingly say i have to be some sort of masochist or something <laughs> because it's one of those things that's like it's it's just selective suffering, and we I grow from that, and it helps me at least. I'm a pretty animated person. I'm a pretty emotional dude, a pretty all over the place guy with how fast my brain thinks sometimes. So, meditating, working out, and things like that, and I guess a diet, a healthy diet, and and whatnot helps keep me in check and more calm. So for me. Whenever I, I renewed my gym membership a couple weeks ago, and I've been going to the gym a lot more and being very routined and disciplined in that sense, which has been very nice because um, that's something I'm pretty used to, and I believe that you're a product of your environment, so or your you know uh, your habits transition. It's not just one dimensional um, in that sense either. I think if you have a habit that you're very disciplined in this way, it'll slowly transition to other aspects of your life or other habits and routines. Um, so for me, with a lot of things I struggled doing, and I think this kind of to tie it back together with the dopamine and the instant gratification is I think I got so used to that instant gratification. I wasn't, uh, it was harder for me to work on projects because the idea of that was just so draining and I wanted it now. I, was, I wasn't I was in the present. I wanted everything now. I was so fixated at the idea of things that I understood it was a project and a process, but 
it, it mentally that block of not not being able to start or having a hard time starting something is a very I think anyone who can relate to this would agree that it's a pretty frustrating feeling and um, not always the most encouraging either because you have all these ideas and it's so hard for you to take that initiative uh, and get into that rhythm, that learning curve or that beginning cycle of anything is, is tough to acclimate and adjust to that. But once you do, it becomes it does become easier and it does become more, you become more adjusted to that and that's when it becomes... Like looking back at it, and I'm not saying I'm where I want to be, but I am. I have made progress to where I want to be, and so that's very inspiring to me. And being able to reflect on where I was at a point in my life where I didn't think, um, or I don't say I didn't think, I was worried that it was going to be very hard for me to get out of that, get out of these bad habits and cycles. So to see the progress I've made in such a short amount of time, it makes me that much more thankful and happy, and. Um, it makes me that much more inspired and encouraged to, uh, it just it increases my drive because I realized I was capable of this the whole time. And it's just a ma- matter of taking that initiative for us as people. Um, I think, I don't know where I saw this at, but in a video I was watching talking about, it might've been talking about dopamine detoxes. And it said, you know, uh, a long time ago for a lot of people, um, we had we, it was mainly people had that work ethic in them, so it was mainly just about taking that initiative or not that initiative, that find like putting yourself in an environment where you had the knowledge and you had the resources to pursue what you wanted to, and that was the biggest issue for a lot of people. And now in this day and age, I'd say through technology and the internet and like smartphones and and computers and whatnot, um, but how convenient like phones are for everybody. You have access to a whole database of information. Uh, on your phone at your disposal I think that was such a great thing we can have but uh, I think it's a double-edged sword and I think everything has its pros and cons and it's a it's a balanced weight so it's a matter of you know trying to acknowledge that but for my generation I'll say growing up on it you don't think to because it's it's kind of what you're introduced to at such a young age like when I was a kid I'm like the more and more technology I can use the more video games I have the more consoles I have tv you know, uh, phone, laptop, gaming, computer, whatever it is. Like, I want all this stuff because I think this stuff's so cool and I'd love to just do more and more. And I didn't have everything, so it kept, like, a lot of that hunger for it alive, like, that desire. Uh, and as a kid, you're just like, oh, this is so much fun. And when your parents tell you, like, my parents would tell me not to, you know, you, you don't need to play this all day, you don't need to do that. I'm like, what are you talking Like, let me have fun, let me be a kid. And now I'm like, okay. I think I do need to take time away from these things now because I'm trying to focus on this and that and I'm trying to work towards my goals and realizing that I got a little hooked in, too hooked into things and I wasn't um, I wasn't working on things that took more effort or initiative. It was doing things that were fun and convenient. And not to say it's like what my always my purpose was for games and other stuff like that, but uh, I think with phones like... Um, I think I read somewhere, and if I'm wrong, forgive me, but this seems like a good analogy from how I understand it, that uh, hundreds and thousands of years ago, before people would really document uh, things too much, um, we would just have a great memory. And not saying that it, it was perfect by any means, but saying that, obviously, it's that whole kind of that phrase of if you don't use it, you lose it. <coughs> Excuse me. And legible sorry guys um 
I had a a call to my house. Uh, believe it or not, my house is a time capsule because I still have a landline. My friends think that's so uh, interesting and funny whenever I tell them that. But because I don't even understand why we have it because we just get telemarketer calls. No one actually calls here for anything. Um, and it's very annoying. So I apologize for that and to be a little less professional uh, than I already am. <laughs> but, you know, if we don't if we don't use things, we lose it. And now when we're able to document things more, our memory isn't the best because we're not having to remember things as much as we need to because we can just document things. And as long as we document uh, these things, we'll have them at our disposal whenever we feel the need to review or look at things or whatever that may be. So... Um, whenever I come back, whenever I've, I've worked on this detox and, you know, I don't think you can be an extremist in these things. I think it has to be something that you slowly ease your body into or taking specific days to maybe do whole detoxes and whatnot, or you can lean, you know, you don't want to just like completely shut down from zero, like a hundred to zero. Uh, but you can work to that zero or a very low point to where, you've restricted yourself and definitely I have removed Instagram off my phone and it's crazy because I have swiped off of Instagram or I'll swipe off of Snapchat or an app I'm on and Instagram would be on like the bottom right hand corner of my home bar and um every time I'd swipe off of an app for like the past couple weeks I have tried to click Instagram as soon as I get off of it and I'm like wow I am continuing to do the exact same things like like I'm I have it was like a muscle uh memory it's like routined in my body and I'm continuing to do this even though the app's not even on my phone anymore so that is insane to me and it's kind of pointing out like wow I was doing this a lot more than I thought and I like developed a routine with this and that's not to say everyone does do that it's just to say you know be be aware of those kind of things because they can um creep up on us as people because you know we're we're just so we get that dopamine and that's where I kind of tie this into that dopamine um, part and detoxing our dopamine because these instant gratification dopamine things are what we can get burnt out on and things that aren't always the most healthy for us. Um, with at least like earlier in life, I remember in high school and like younger when I first used Instagram and like Facebook and whatnot, it was people were on there for like the dopamine of likes or that, that attention feeling like. Like, have anyone seen Bo Burnham's um, Make Happy comedy finale? Or it's not his finale anymore, but his stand-up on Netflix. At the end of it, he talks about how um, his generation was a whole generation of people who wanted to be entertainers and wanted to do all these things. And he wanted to be a comedian and all these um, he had all these dreams when he was younger. And uh, he has a little song <laughs> at the end of his show where he's kind of like uh, mocking a Kanye little song he did where he spoke in autotune, but he talks about how uh, he went to Chipotle and gets all this stuff on his burrito. And the dude at the end of the line tries to wrap the burrito. And like it, the tortilla starts to rip. He's like, dude, you're a burrito expert. I thought you were supposed to like know better. I thought you were going to tell me if this was going to happen. Like I wouldn't have got half of this if I knew I was going to uh, have a messy burrito. That's the whole point of a, dur- or of a burrito is to have my my ingredients confined to the wrap of the tortilla and now i'm basically just eating a bowl like i'll have to get a fork now for my burrito like what a what a contradiction or like what a contrast to the purpose of the burrito itself and 
Uh, that's his like little analogy, which I think is such a creative thing and uh, beautiful. And his like, it, I, I like his humor as a whole because it's something that can be like service level entertaining, but there's usually a deeper meaning to it, which I love that kind of stuff. Um, but it's about like that whole burrito and that story is correlated to his career as a comedian and how he talked about how he struggled with his mental health a lot and would have, excuse me, panic attacks on stage. And it just got to a point to where it was affecting way too much of him. And so he wanted to stop or at least take time off to focus on himself and get his health better. And um, his whole point of that was like, I think if I think a lot of people who want these kind of ideas, they probably wouldn't like them when they got to them. And that idea of being an entertainer, being someone who's famous or being this and that. Uh, however, you kind of envision that thing. And uh, with, the, with the things like social media today, it gives us that. Uh, feeling that we are an entertainer or that we are an influencer to an extent. For some people, they develop these things on these social medias and that becomes their job and other things, which is an interesting innovation that we've seen amongst um, careers and whatnot that has has adapted to technology and stuff. But um, a lot of people start using social media more than they do their normal life. And uh, people think they start making out their social media world to be better than their actual world. And I forget, it might have been in the uh, Andre 3000 Rick Rubin interview I listened to. I am i don't think I had listened to that yet when I was doing, when I did my last podcast. But if I did, sorry. Um, but that podcast I listened to was beautiful. It was so wise. And hearing people like Rick Rubin and Andre 3000 discussing things, is amazing i would totally love i would love um in my future with music to at some point meet rick rubin and have him be like a mentor to me for things um and to meet an icon like andre 3000 would be amazing to try and pick someone like his brain or just to meet him as a person in general i don't know but uh they were talking about if this was them how a lot of people at their concerts, you know, they weren't focused on the concert. They're taking pictures. They're taking videos. And um, they're posting them. And they're they're getting more excitement through the picture. Or, like, they think the pictures matter more. But it's, you know, it's not the experience of that concert. You know, people are getting more excited about trying to portray their life in such a glamorous way for social media and the Internet that they're not even living their life that well. They're just preparing it for a life that's not even real. Which, you know, it's, it's fine to take cool pictures. It's fine to try and have cool things. But obsessing over to that point to where it takes over your day-to-day is such a problematic thing. And people will get sucked into this by seeing what other people post. We'll see what other people create. We'll see how they think. Or not how they think, but how they they look. And, and that, that false idea of how they look. And how they want you to be, how, how they want them to be seen by you. You know, it's how they portray their picture. And... It, you know, it's cool. Like I said, you can make a picture cool by editing it, by filtering it, by just taking it from a cool angle and whatnot. And that may not describe the story of what actually happened in that, but it can be a cool memory. And it can be something cool to share with people. No problem. But it's when we get sucked into these ideas of these false worlds of people are, like I said, just people are more obsessed with the internet as a world that doesn't even exist. You know, you are more focused on um, the simulation than 
you know, the simulation we live in already, <laughs> if you want to call it that, you know, the world that we live in already, the life that we live, you know, you're too busy playing Sims and you're not worried about um, your actual life and family or health or whatever it may be or career or passions, you know. I find a lot of people who get sucked into other things rather than finding a dream and a passion. And don't get me wrong, though, like, uh, when I was younger and I made YouTube videos, I totally wanted to be, like, a streamer or not a streamer, but, like, I wanted to make YouTube videos. I wanted to edit and create. And I think that stuff's cool. I'm not saying those people should just quit their life or whatever, go do something real, quote-unquote. But... um, I think people who, like, are just doing it for, like, a, a, I say a leisure gone bad or something that's just consumed them, and it's not your career at that point. You know, I hate finding people who just spend their day doing, I say nothing, but nothing productive or nothing towards anything specific. It's all just stuff to get them, like, to pass through the day, whether it's playing games and other junk. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not letting that... Um, control you and not letting that influence too much and like I've said before balance and having that balance helps a lot with life Um, so yeah I think it's fair to consider those kind of things and that's where like I like like I said I indefinitely have deleted Instagram because I was getting too sucked into posts and I was trying to just keep my head better too because I'd be doing good and I'd see something that was controversial. I'd see a post and I'd read the comments and then people, I'd see something pretty ignorant um, and people would be trying to talk. This is why, and I'm a kid, so take this lightly because I don't mean to sound too ignorant or too, uh, oh, he's a kid or whatever, but it probably paints that picture pretty well. You know, I, it's growing up, I did not care for politics at all. And now I'm at a point to where I'm getting older and I see where things impact me and trying to figure out I want to be more conscious and informed on situations and political uh, controversies or just events in general so I can form my own opinion. Um, But politics frustrate me so much, uh, and that's why I think I don't like diving into it because it's it's such a grimy thing. It's so gross to me. I hate it. I hate the idea of... um, I don't like how it affects people and how it divides people a lot of times. And this, this, I hate people who just automatically take it as a one-sided thing or they portray it on the other side or just shift blame and play a blame game rather than acknowledging um, things that it's not black or white. It's not that one side's completely good and one side's completely bad. And I think people let pride get in the way of that sometimes. I think people let their blindness and like, what they've just been fed from their environment um, distract them from like truly having their own beliefs and discovering where you really stand in line um, on things. And that's for anything for that matter. So it's not just a political thing, but um, me struggling with love as it is, I don't think politics is something I should dive too deep down uh, for like, in the, in the sense of just like being submerged in that. So, you know, um, and the internet can be a crazy place. You can find people who just do not care at all um, and people who like to troll a lot. So learning what's worth your time also is good. But I'd see a lot of ignorant comments or things that would just like rub me the wrong way and I'd get triggered by it. And I'm like, mm. so I'm like, I'm not a comp. You're not going to, I think majority of the time too, like uh, the few comments I do read where someone says something crazy or 
whatever that provokes an argument and someone responds civilly and then the other person responds civilly and they come to a conclusion and have mutual respect at the end of it. I think that stuff is such a like outlier, but it's such a wild thing for me to see because I'm like, that's like uh, gr- to me, that's like gorillas in a zoo playing chess together. Like you're not just being a brute or being ridiculous or irrational. Like you're, you're, what is going on right now? This seems so like unlike the atmosphere of the internet. But majority of the time though, I don't think you're going to accomplish something like that. I think majority of the time you're going to have um, people just being stubborn and you're not going to, I think you're not going to have people who want to have a civil discussion and that comes from people who just like to troll and that comes from um, people wanting to be stubborn. And in general, I think too, um, psychologically, you don't have that same thought and effect of a conversation with someone you're not with and can't see or can't physically be around. Even if you know what they are, can see them like if you're Skyping or whatever, it's so different even in our brains and how we perceive it because um, it's not here. It's not with us. It's all digital and it's better than, you know, sending a letter, I guess, in that sense. It's um, more, it's made communication easier. But like I said, all of this comes with pros and cons. I think a lot of the internet too, um, <laughs> in, in that Bo Burnham Inside special that he just did, talking about like his song welcome to the internet and talking about how you know it's such a beautiful song describing how the internet's you know you can find cute things and you can find really morbid things and you can find crazy stuff on the internet and he has it where it slows down for a minute and he you know he said this is circa 92 you know you guys the internet was travel blogs uh an occasional or a travel blog um something else a chat room or two or catalogs there we go and then a chat room or two so the internet was a much more informational and kind of pure place uh because when things are first created they have that innocence to them they're a child and they're they're how long they've been around and same with things like youtube i think you see where when youtube first came out yeah there was weird stuff on here but it was just people excited to create and post freely and then now as times progress we see People posting crate. We had an offensive period uh, where people would post a lot of edgy stuff and and dark humor stuff. And then we are at a time now where a lot of that's being more regulated and watched over and restricted because um, the platforms aged and things change. Uh, so it's an interesting thing to watch all of those kind of um, I guess platforms and, and whatnot be born and unravel and how they do impact us but it's hard to always notice in that moment too um but yeah when i i don't know if i finish this point either i'm so sorry if i'm all over the place i'm done apologizing though that's the final one that's it all right so uh when i did renew my gym membership a couple weeks ago and i started going more routinely i think think this is where i left off um I'm trying to make sure, one, I lost a lot of weight over the summer, too. I lost, like, 12, 15 pounds unintentionally. Um, So I was down at, like, 144, and 143 was my lightest, and now I'm walking around 49.50. So that's pretty great. Um, I'm very happy with that, to slowly be putting on weight again and to seeing my uh, what muscle I had slowly come back. And just getting back in shape and being healthy. I've been trying to be better with my diet uh, significantly. 
and that's just a lot all of this has made me feel better and that's that like i said it's it's that long-term gratification of the enjoying the process and not getting so sucked into instant gratification things of whatever they may be or those dopamine instant gratifications this the workouts i started doing i left the gym after i did an intense workout for the first time in a while and i felt so rewarded i felt like i had a release of dopamine in my brain that was like help this is healthy this is you know a great way to enjoy this kind of thing and have that release in ourselves so that's that's something that's been beautiful too to start appreciating more again um but yeah i think you know and like i said this doesn't mean when i recommend or when i say that like people should detox um and a lot of things whether it's fast food whether it's it's smoking drinking um um any of these just kind of instant gratifications or dopamine releases instant uh, of dopamine releases in general I think it's fair to go back and take some time away from those because one you recognize when you take enough time away from something you're not submerged in it uh you know like that whole thing of you can't put a fire out from inside the house when you take time away from it you recognize where that fire is or where those problems are or maybe when you return to it you just have that clear vision of okay um this is something i still enjoy but i i don't need to be doing it like this i don't need to be doing it to this extreme or this much and I can be more moderate and balanced in my approach to this stuff, which is uh, a phenomenal thing to achieve too. Um, but yeah, just taking time away from things at times and just um, making sure we don't get sucked into stuff. Because um, I think for me at least, getting sucked into too much instant gratification things and just dopamine um it just inhibited me over time. After a certain amount of time, it wasn't new, and I became accustomed, and I wasn't able to, you know, have that um, same experience, and it started flowing over and trickling down into other aspects and avenues of my life. So um, it's been a process, but I'm glad that I've been aware of something like that to help me get out of it and to help me grow as a person and with that though i have that perspective now and so it's not just a like oh i I was in a crummy situation it's like oh but i learned you know and that's the whole thing i try to i always like to say is just you always want to try and learn something from everything um learning's a great thing and it's really fun to do um when especially when it's about something you like and for me it's i value my life i value my spirituality pretty hard i value trying to be a good person and chasing passions and i'm passionate about the things already listed so those things for me it's it's just what i like to do and i try to grow as a person because uh you can't repeat the same thing over and over again and expect different results you know you have to change your method of approach sometimes um and that comes through learning and experimenting and getting feedback and being more aware and conscious and trying to understand um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know about y'all either. But I just, um, if I, I hate that I haven't. I still have Snapchat on my phone, and I love to get rid of it, for like with with Instagram as well, because those are the two things I use the most. I don't really get on TikTok too much because I know, like, like I said, I'm not trying to just have my attention span ruined from a lot of like just. 
that's why I, 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 looking back on Vine, I talked a lot of trash on Vine because I didn't use it too much when it was relevant. Like I did a little bit, but in hindsight, it's like, oh, this just capitalizes off people's short attention spans. And is it true humor? Like there's a lot of Viners, um, when Vine shut down, didn't acclimate to YouTube too well. And because they, they had to make longer videos six second videos don't necessarily function too well there and so you realize oh, i have to put a lot more thought and it. it's a lot harder to make something that's more entertaining and substantial in a longer period of time um excuse me um but you see people who did acclimate and adjust and whatnot but even then like people like david dobrik who's probably the i don't know if the pinnacle is the right word but like the the one of the biggest stars of that probably beside like the paul brothers um he does a lot of vlogs and his stuff's still very fast paced it's like funny moments and little like sketches or like punchlines or um one-liners in his vlogs and they're all like four minutes so uh then that's not talking trash on it like he did acclimate and he had a great formula for what he does but um you know, even then, like, it's still that, those shorter things, like, I, that's why I like making funny moment videos in middle school, is because, like, making a longer video, like, I hated, or I wouldn't say hated, but I envied streaming, because I have a short attention span, so whenever I would try and, like, I couldn't watch streamers, I can't watch that stuff, that stuff is very hard for me to watch, because I don't know how, like, I, I watch highlights, because I don't know if I could just sit there the whole time, and be observant for something like that um uh, and especially if people like like streamers who are entertaining like i like your jay schlatz and people like that and i guess like my like as a my childhood youtuber i would watch all the time ky speedy and then he streams a lot now uh, but i am i cannot stop yawning and burping i am so sorry though i know i redact that i'm not sorry but i don't mean to you you know my intentions are pure any hoosies um but I couldn't watch people that, like, like watching people who just gamed intensely, like, I guess not, Ninja's kind of an entertainer now, too, but uh, people who just play competitive and stuff like that, I could not watch that because the, I, I think I'd have to, I'm just focused on the gameplay at that point, but I like entertainment, and that just doesn't appeal to me. So when I'd make videos, I'd just make little short funny moment clips, and I'd take two to four hours of gameplay that I had recorded on my capture card, and I'd edit it down to about anywhere from like five to maybe like six seven minutes i don't think i ever did anything that's like eight minutes um because it's a matter of just getting enough content or knowing how to create content that's that good i have little bursts of things um and also just experimenting long enough to be able to find your grooves and find your style too um but it's 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 something i'm really interested to see if i come back to though and um the the whole little intro i did at the beginning of this podcast like i said this is uh, i think that's a step in that direction because that stuff's just fun for me ultimately i like to try and make stuff meaningful and entertaining but also it is just a passion of mine so getting to do something like that would be pretty cool uh in the future to have that resume and pick up more um and i've been writing i've been slowly i've been writing a lot more I've been writing songs here and there and slowly practicing my piano. Um, I'm trying to do a lot, so it's it's trying to take it one step at a time. And 
try and focus on one thing and get good at it and have that trickle down but we're working on it you know it's not it's not going to be um instant gratification but hopefully throughout these next podcasts you know if the next one's a month from now again then who knows maybe i'll be really great and i'll be i'll have killed it and i'll be a pro at everything now probably not but i'll probably be significantly better and more fine-tuned and that's all i can ask for um yeah i don't know how all over the place this podcast was but i'm just gonna upload this and see how it goes um i'm already so far deep in this so if you get this far thanks for listening (laughs) um the biggest issue for this is coming up with podcast ideas because i think um i i do when i do have a good idea the podcast is pretty well made i'd say but finding the ideas is a hard part for me i don't I'm a very passionate person and genuine, I'd like to claim. All right, yeah. And I I have a hard time figuring out ideas, and I don't like forcing something, and I want it to be good quality. Like, I think this topic is something that um, I've really enjoyed. Or not that I enjoyed, but something that's passionate and serious to me with the whole detoxing, and it's something personal. So I can talk on it and speak on it better, but... Um, I'm a child and I don't always know everything. So, you know, um, if any of you know me personally, uh, if and you'd like to reach out and give me an idea that you think I do great at, feel free to. I welcome you. But um, maybe I can do... I might try and make something to where people can submit ideas also for um, future podcasts. But if you find a way to get in contact with me, send me your idea and I'll do it. Also, for those of you who have been wondering where my guests are, um, I've been, I want to, I don't, I want to know when the next time I'll do a podcast with somebody will be either, but, um, I will probably pick that up again. It's just a matter of trying to figure out who, and like I said, finding a good topic, because I have a lot of people I'd like to talk to, but it's just picking up that conversation and um, starting that and finding something that we're mutually both able to speak about. I don't do research on people like Joe Rogan does, and usually most of these people are just close people to me. Um, But thank you for supporting this podcast and watching me as a little boy learns to hold a conversation with other people uh, effectively, entertainingly, and even with himself, and just have a good little monologue on his uh, laptop while he his brain seems to go all over the place. So thank you for this, and um, I will see you guys when I see you. Hopefully next time when I see y'all, y'all are doing better too. So... Hopefully this provided you with some tools or maybe some pointers or opened your eye to something that you weren't quite aware of and you can do what you need to do to work towards that goal and we can grow as a team. And maybe if we ever see each other in person, I don't know, probably not. But if we were to, I'll give you a fist bump. Um, 
on the house. So thank you guys for coming out and listening to this episode of the Cranium Cast podcast. And I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.